0: Welcome to Whining About Real Estate. I'm Quincy. And I'm Nicolette. And we're the Virgilio team.
1: Today we're gonna have an open, candid, non-scripted conversation like we always do (laughs) in regards to what's going on in the local real estate. um, You know there's a lot of information going on out there, lots of news reports, lots of Realtors providing information, lots of lenders posting. So we thought it would be a great idea just to get going jump into some statistics ended conversation on what we're seeing on a daily basis and really provide some opportunity for you to reach out to us to ask those questions that you need so we do ask that if this information is valuable to you or at least if you're funny uh, (laughs) that you send this information you post this repost even comment even if you don't agree with us we'd love to have that better and hear um, different feedback on what you think in regards to the real estate market um, and how we're all impacted through that, so.
0: Yeah, most of the things that we go through on a daily basis are all statistical base. You know, we look at what's on the market, we look at what goes in the contract, look at how many homes are selling, and you know, how many days are on the market, prices for list price versus sales price, and that gives us a beat on what the market is telling us is going on. You know, keep in mind, realtors don't set the market, you know, the market is the market. And once again, I've said this a thousand times, the market's never wrong. I talk about it all the time with all of my favorite clients and all my new clients too about that situation is that, you know, I'd love to tell you I'm the one who sets the market. I'm going to get you a bazillion dollars. Well, you know, the market is defined by one thing. What's the market defined by?
1: What a seller's willing to accept and what a buyer's willing to pay.
0: Correct. That's the market. Never fails. You can price your home for a dollar and the market is going to tell you what it is. A buyers going to say a dollar is ridiculous. It's a million dollars. <laughs> and the seller is going to say, yeah, a million dollars is right. That's the market. What we do is we interpret the market, and we help share that information with everybody, including you. And of course, it's different across the country. We're talking about the the Silicon Valley Bay Area in California, but the numbers don't change um, the story. So wherever you are, the numbers dictate the story. And it's up to us to be able to interpret that to our clients and share with them. Get into the numbers right here. So we specifically target, uh, Santa Clara County, more commonly known as Silicon Valley in the world out there. And I'm trying to track three and four specific data points. One, how many homes sell, how many homes are on the market, how many are in contract, and the last piece is how long have they been on the market before they went into contract or before they sold. So I have some numbers here to share quickly and then we can talk about what it all means. I went back and looked at May 2022 in Santa Clara County. Uh, there were approximately 1,356 homes sold. That's single-family condominiums and townhomes combined. And they were on the market before they went into contract, meaning from the day they went on the market to the day they were accepted offer, 11 days. So then I say, okay, so what about June? That's May. June, the month, there are currently, um, there there were 692 homes sold. Again, condos and townhomes and single families, and, and those were on the market for 13 days, so a slight increase from the month of May. Then I'm looking at it now. How many homes are pending in uh, Santa Clara County? Single family, condominiums, townhomes combined, there are 1,246. Those were on the market 21 days before they got uh, in contract. Now, here's the big one. Active listing Santa Clara County. There are 1,947 combined single-family and uh, condominium townhomes. Those have been on the market an average of 33 days. Yeah. So what does it show you?
1: We're what? creeping into more normalcy, yeah. which is a wonderful thing
0: yeah.
1: um, when you strip it away. We've all felt like in California the last couple years, yeah, but truly. you know, um, th- we're, we're back to the beautiful California surf that everyone still moves here for, yeah. so...
0: So, you know, the numbers show us that we're moving to a normal market. You know, if you look at how many homes are for sale, we go roughly, let's just call it 1950, it's close enough. And how many are going to sell around 1300 again this month. Now, the number of sales are pretty consistent, even though they're changing. What's happened is there's more homes on the market. So we have about a month and a half supply now. Typically, uh, you know, economists and real estate professionals alike all will tell you if you have less than two months supply, it's a seller's market. If you have two months supply, it's a neutral market. And if you have more than two months supply, it's a buyer's market. So we're moving towards a neutral market. Now, what's affecting these amount of sales and amount of listings? What's going on on the buy side?
1: Well, buyers are definitely, you know, there was a moment when interest rates went up that everyone kind of like halted for a stop had to realize that, you know, we're no longer seeing those 3% interest rates anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're also now realizing that they're not having to go hundreds of thousands of dollars over Mm -hmm. the list price was as well. So there's a kind of calming that I see, at least with the people that I'm working with. Um, There's new negotiation opportunities there's all kinds of different strategies that we would be able to share with you. Mm-hmm. Um, we only share with our clients, but yeah, and strategies <laughs> that
0: will help. You know these interest rates that are you know climbing into the five, six, and maybe even seven percent here before too long. You know, but there's ways to make that work for you and still get a fair value, a fair valued home, and keep your mortgage payments reasonable. There's good strategies out there. We have
1: them. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I'm working with several buyers that actually, the interest rate is not scaring them because they're excited at opportunity where they have just got kicked in the teeth the Mm -hmm. last few years, you know, some teachers that I'm working with and some other people that just did not have the resources to go above number one and appraised value. So if something isn't going to appraise, there is no way in hell we were able to even consider moving forward with non contingent offer. Um, you know, another piece coming into the play is for the last, I don't know how many years, but post it's, it's been a non-contingent world, yeah. which is a very, very high stress on both sides um, because it doesn't allow the buyer to really have time to think and digest all the information. Um, and, you know, it's, it's great because it moves very, very rapidly. And, you know, I think in the Bay area, that's something we're kind of all used to. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it just, it just gives each side, um, you know, this is a huge purchase.
0: There's <laughs> yeah, some breathing room. Yeah, some, so some you, you breath. You, 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 could, you could take a break. You could say, all right, I, I don't have to make a decision in 10 seconds today. Yeah. You know, I can think about this purchase. I can think about what an impact and I could protect myself if in case something isn't right. For example, the appraisals that we have been going non-contingent appraisal, no contingencies for appraisals for well really since post-COVID.
1: And when the sellers are represented appropriately, the buyers don't need to necessarily have a contingency. If both sides are doing their job and the buyers are fully underwritten and they have their financial scenario all set up and the sellers are doing their side with their agent and they have all the information up front, it can still be a non-contingent world. My sure. client still wanted to make a non-contingent offer recently because all the information is there, but it's not in that situation of dis- the stress and you mm-hmm. have to, and that's your only entry point of even getting a consideration for a property.
0: I mean, you go back to our conversation about what the market is. So for the last two years, maybe a little more, the market has been just so inflated. Now, what I mean by inflated is that the home is, let's just pretend the home is of a value, is worth a million one. But because of the heat of the market, people were willing to pay a million two, a million three, a million four, driving the market up. The appraisal might not come in at that point. Right. Now, the realistic thing is the ho- house is worth a million one. 000, 000, let's just pretend it may be more, maybe less. Let's just call a million one. It's probably going to sell for around a million one. 000, 000. And if the comparable market shows that that value of the home, it's easy to go in without a property contingency, but you're not 300,000 over what the value, what the last value of the home was when the last sale was posted. So it's just a little more realistic. It's a little more. Um,
1: right. And I think that there's going to be a time re-shake and settling in the sense of how much people understand what their home is worth, too, because I'll give myself an example. The neighbor's house sold for, you know, 1.3. I'm like, oh, ours is 1.5 now, so. But you know, you already cha-ching in your head. Well, again, a home is only worth what a buyer is willing to pay and a, a buyer won't buy my my house any longer for 1.5. So, yeah.
0: you know, it's a funny thing because I talk often with a lot of my clients and a lot of my friends that are thinking, you know, what's my home is worth 1.8. You think my home is 1.8? I asked this question. Are you going to sell it today? They say, no, doesn't matter. So, yeah, it <laughs> doesn't matter. Exactly. If you're going to sell it today, let's figure out what it's worth. But if we're just talking, hey, it could be worth 10 million. Who cares? You're yeah. not selling it. Today. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, it, it really comes down to is that we actually have a little breathing room. And, 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 and summertime in general, even in the, the insane market of the last year, summertime still had a little cooling. It was a little softer not much but like this now with you know a good five six hundred homes more than are selling in the marketplace it gives some breathing room and i think the market needed a little breathing room now interest rates you know and i think we're going to do a whole show on interest rates here real soon we're going to bring in our mortgage experts with us our mortgage partners and start talking about what really affects interest rates and where they're going to go you know the street is long term we're going to see a return to uh, lower interest rates but not the threes not the twos but you know the fours and fives may be realistic again down the road Um, As soon as we get this inflation and this monetary policy underhand, uh, you know, and controlled, you know, hopefully we're going to see some uh, what people call normal. That's the thing, what people call normal. You know, an average interest rate since for the last 50 years, you take an average of interest rates for for 50 years and you look at, you know, the 80s when it was 19 percent, you look at the 90s when it was 14 percent, the average is 7 percent. So we're not even at the average yet we're still rich yet <laughs> but everyone's spoiled everyone's spoiled. you know I, I talked to one client of mine who wanted to buy a place down in san diego and uh our land our mortgage partner said well it's a non-owner occupied home and this is going back a few weeks non-owner occupied home and um uh, it's going to be five and a quarter percent oh no way am i paying five and a quarter percent Oh yeah. so are you kidding <laughs> yeah well now he'll pay seven but uh, he didn't buy So
1: and you know and and strategies within lending as well you know the 30-year fix is not the only option Mm -hmm. out there Mm -hmm. um and i think with rates becoming where they're at there's lenders that are are, that are coming up with strategies and and loan programs and different availability to you know buyers um it's not going to put us in a place where you fogged a mirror and you get a loan i mean these lenders are still doing everything to make sure that we're not in that situation again. However, there are different programs to look into that, you know, with the idea of maybe at some point being able to refinance or do other things or realizing that this may not be your forever home. Mm -hmm. You know, why do you need a 30 year fix? if this is not your forever home.
0: Right, and if you look at the national average for how long someone lives in their house, you know, it used to be seven years. I think it's stretched out to about nine right now across the country, maybe not just in the Bay Area. Um, you know, a 30-year fixed sounds great because you have the security of 30 years at, you know, let's just pretend 4%. But you might be able to stay, I get a seven-year fixed and think about refinancing if rates come down or I'm gonna sell the house, I'm gonna move. Who knows? Yeah. You know, and people move, we all move. Thank God you all move. That's how we stay in business. <laughs> But the point is, is that, you know, our conversation today is about just that. This is a conversation that we want to have with all of our clients, all of our, our prospective clients. You know, you want to have an open conversation about what's going on in the marketplace and what, and what potentially could go on. The other piece that we all talk about all the time is that, you know, the value of the properties in Santa Clara County since 1940. If I took a, a chart and I have this chart, I wish I could bring that out one day. I'll bring it.
1: And I can we, actually post it in the Yeah, we put at it the in
0: end. since 1940. The average value of a home in Santa Clara County has doubled every ten years. It's amazing. You know what was three thousand became $6,000. 6 thousand 6, became twelve thousand, and all the way up to now. So now where our average is way up there, and it's hard for me to say in ten years we're going to be at four point four million, but statistically it shows that we're doubling every every ten years.
1: Well, not only that, but you you know one thing we always say is our crystal ball is a little foggy, right? But when a mortgage, and say so you do decide to do a thirty year fixed it is fixed Mm -hmm. right so with inflation and all the other things that a cost of living going up all the other things you don't have that opportunity when renting a property that's right um you know the security of how long they're going to keep that property you have no idea Mm -hmm. when they're going to sell that property Mm -hmm. it could be three months it could be year it could be 10 years but Mm -hmm. one thing you do know is they're not Going to let you live there for 30 years. At the, I can mm-hmm. guarantee that. And the other
0: thing you know is you know, you're making their mortgage payment. Right. For them, so you're paying someone. Make it for yourself. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, you know, there's obviously every day you stay a renter, it's expensive for your long term wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I mean, I think finding the why in every situation um, through your investment strategy. And the things that we really want to just be open to all of our clients and friends. So again, if you like this information, you feel it's valuable, you like us, so share we it. Like us. We like <laughs> us. We're fun. Um, also, it's Friday with wine. Normally, we're drinking nine a.m. filming this, so <laughs> woo, Friday it could get wild. On this show, yeah. um, so, it, you know, sharing with people or letting us know anyone that's having thoughts or discussions around this topic is mm-hmm. extremely important. Um, there's so many different angles. I know with stocks being extremely affected right now, um, and the RSUs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of scary things going on for people in tech right now. Um, but again, everything once you peel back the layers can be figured out, right? And mm-hmm. can and once you know your why and why you're buying this property, are you going to be staying in the Bay area? Are you committed to this company? Mm-hmm. You know, and you're compi- you're committed to your long-term wealth and providing for your children you know once you get to the meat and potatoes it's it, it can all make sense so
0: yeah and yeah, again it's just coming down to like you're talking about what's your why and especially if you're thinking like downsizing and things like that there's a lot of reasons you know with prop 19 and everything else to take advantage of what's right. going on in the world that helps you out you know your 3,500 square foot home maybe not long fit for you but a nice little 1500 and a little golf community might be the best way to go who knows
1: you can play pickleball next yeah.
0: to my dad like LA golf. <laughs> well golf. So that's okay. Point again and I, and I just love this conversation and I wish this conversation could go to everybody that we know and everybody you know and I hope that you get to share it and also you know we'd love to have that conversation with your friends and family too. So,
1: so I mean I think that was it. We just really wanted to kind of tap on you know there's so much information going on out there and this obviously can be very very Uh, Drilled down to what your specific situation is. You know, we kind of did a broad overview on what we're seeing out there. At the end of the day, we're still in a fantastic market. Things are still moving. Um, You know, we went from red hot to hot. So it's, you know, it's still a great time to buy a great time to sell. And again, it all boils down to um, your why and why you're doing either side. So we're
0: yeah, you know, I always like to say this too, and I said this is some of the worst times in real estate. I don't care what's going on in the marketplace, someone needs to sell and someone needs to buy. So someone will buy your home and someone will sell a home. So,
1: and someone needs to represent you. So yeah, we're well, there. That's us. <laughs> that's
0: us. So all right, well, have a great weekend. Great all time, right. Great, great Let us know how we you. can help. Please Take share care. Us. Thanks.
1: Thank you.